Hello, I'm Pastor Keith Babb III, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast of the Way Church of Tampa Bay. Our desire is that as a result of the word, that you no longer settle with simply coming to church, but you become the church. I pray that you enjoy this broadcast and that it challenges you, that it convicts you, and that it changes you. Thank you again, and let's enter into today's message. Come on, can we begin to bless the name of the Lord? Come on, can we begin to lift his name on high? I know it's Mother's Day, but he's the father of all. Can we begin to lift up something to him? Father, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. There's none like you. And we bless your name. I want you to take up your Bibles quickly. It's so good to see everybody in the house of the Lord, those that are watching this morning. I just want to say happy Mother's Day. May the Lord continue to bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you. I want to just acknowledge our guest psalmist this morning. Thank you for setting the atmosphere. Whenever worship goes forth, it allows what God wants to plant in our wombs to take root. So I'm so grateful for you tilling the soil of the atmosphere that worship might go forth and now the word may go forth. I want you to go to Jeremiah chapter 9. I'm so grateful for my earthly mother who's not here. She wanted to be here. So mama, if you're watching, I love you. So grateful for the mother of my children, my wife. She's so beautiful. I told her that I gave her an assignment on Mother's Day and she looked at me crazy because she didn't want to do it. And that's why I love you because you still did it, boo. <laughs> so we honor her. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 17. For all the mothers in the house of the Lord today, God bless you. I love you. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 17. And I want to look at verses 17 through 19. And here's what the Bible declares. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider and call for the mourning women. Somebody say the mourning women. That they may come and send for skillful wailing women. That they may come, let them make haste and take up a wailing for us. That our eyes may run with tears and our eyelids gush with water. For a voice of wailing is heard from Zion. How are we plundered? We are greatly ashamed because we have forsaken the land because we have been cast out of our dwellings. Y'all probably think we're going to a a crazy place this morning, but I promise you we'll rejoice. Verse 17 says, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider and call for the mourning women that they may come and send for the skillful wailing women that they may come. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, we're going to minister from this subject when mothers mourn somebody say when mothers mourn I I, I need us to understand something that since creation God has been moved by the call of women the the compassion of women and the cry watch this of mothers and and not not the cry that is rooted in self-pity but that is birthed in, in, in concern for God's people. Somebody say mourning mothers. 
in, in other words, what do I mean? Mothers that are broken because of sin. Y'all know we got mothers who are no longer broken because of sin. God is looking for mourning mothers. Uh, mothers that are burdened because of the loss. We've got mothers that don't care about the loss anymore. More mourning mothers and mourning mothers that are beseeching the Lord because of the downcast. What? Somebody say we need mothers that mourn. Oh, we need mothers that mourn, and I don't know about nobody else, but we're living in a season where we need mothers who still mourn for God's people. Because watch this, God is moved, and God moves as a result of mothers that mourn. Oh, I don't know about nobody else, but that, that's good news to me, that God is moved, and he moves when mothers Mourn. Yet the sad reality, I want y'all to hear me and hear me good. We going, I'm going to get you to your Mother's Day dinner. But we have many women and mothers who are more concerned about how their makeup looks, more concerned about the man they can get, and more concerned about the money they can make rather than mourning for God's people. Did y'all hear what I just said? Some of y'all took more time worrying about what you look like this morning than mourning or having concern for God's people. I know y'all look good. Y'all stay with me. Pastor Keith gonna make you feel better at the end of the day. It's a sad tragedy. And watch this. Not just any mothers. I'm talking about some women that are preachers, some women that are first ladies, some women that are evangelists. Somebody say the women of God. We, we, we need mothers that mourn. And here's why they no longer mourn because you will never hurt for God's people when you don't have God's heart. You'll, you'll never have this hurt for God's people if you don't have God's heart. Some may not like this, but your inability to cry for God's people reveals your lack of connection with God. Did y'all hear what I just said? Your, your inability to cry for God's people reveals your lack of connection to God. While you worrying about that man, you need to get connected with Christ. And hear this, you won't keep no man if you're not connected, watch this, to the Messiah. We need mothers that mourn. And this Mother's Day, I want to honor the mothers that still mourn. And if we can be honest, many of us are no longer in bondage because of a mother that mourned. Many of us are no longer overtaken by burdens because of a mother that mourned. And many of us are no longer broken because of a mother that mourned. That mourn, that mourn. And, and somebody may be saying, why, 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 Pastor Keith? Because when a mourning mother is a desperate mother. Ah, I need y'all to hear this. Whenever a mother is in mourning, they're desperate. They're, 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 they're desperate and determined. In other words, mothers who are willing to move mountains for the sake of those that they mourn over. Ah, we need some mothers that mourn. And this is where we find the Lord in our text this morning, calling on and seeking mothers who mourn. And, and here's the critical question we got to ask ourselves when we look at the text. The question is, why would God call for mothers or these mourning women, these women that would well? Why was God seeking them? Why, why was the Lord seeking the compassion and the cry of mothers? Why must the mothers mourn? And I believe as it was in Jeremiah 9, so I believe it is today, that there's a reason that God needs mothers that mourn. And I believe the text re reveals the reason why. 
And I want us to understand this before we examine the text. The, I, I, it's important to note that because God has given every woman, woman the ability to give birth, watch this both naturally and spiritually, somebody look at another woman and say, this message is for you. You may not be a, a, a mother in the natural, but because God has given you the ability to birth both spiritually and naturally, this message is for you. This is a word for all women and through our text, even in mourning of all women, we can yet rejoice. So I'm going to get y'all to y'all Mother's Day dinner because some of y'all are ready to eat right now. All right, let's look at verse number 17. I just want to walk the text. Verse 17 says this, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider and call for the mourning women that they may come and send for the skillful women, wailing women that they may come. Here's what I want us to understand. The cry of mothers is always rooted in a cause. Somebody say a cause. Uh, the, the cry, the, mothers don't cry for no reason, but it's rooted in a cause. In other words, mothers don't mourn in vain. Your mourning has an assignment. If somebody's taking notes this morning, I need you to just make note of that. My mourning has an assignment. Somebody say an assignment. Notice what the Lord says in our foundational text. The Bible says, consider and call for the mourning women that they may come and send for the skillful wailing women that they may come. The Lord is saying to seek and send for women that mourn because he has need of them. Your crying is not in vain. The Lord says, call them and compel them in such a way until they come. Oh, I don't know about nobody else, but that's good news to me. For every woman, it may not feel good, but your mourning is meaningful to God. Did y'all hear what I just said? When my heart is broken over the concern for God's people, God says, I need you to understand that your mourning is meaningful for God. And this is why Psalm 34, 18 declares, the Lord is near those who have a broken heart. So hear this, the thing that you're broken over, watch this, God has an assignment for it. The, the, the thing that you're burdened over, God has an assignment over it. And watch this, the thing that you can't find rest in your bed over, God has an assignment for it. Somebody say, God has an assignment for it. Because there's always a cause assigned to your cry. It's, it has an assignment. And here's a word of wisdom. I want to tell somebody this this morning. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't cry when you know your cry is rooted in a cause. We've got a lot of folk telling people, just go and get yourself together, fix yourself up. No, I'm going to cry when I know my cry is rooted in a cause. It has, it has an assignment. And this is why Isaiah verse, um, chapter 1 verse 17 declares this. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 17, watch what it says. Learn to do right. Seek justice and defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless and plead the case of the widow. God will give you an assignment to mourn because there are times, watch this, that you have to cry for those that can't cry for themselves. Many times the reason why God puts burdens on mothers concerning folk because you got to cry for folk that don't have sense enough to cry for themselves. And God says, I need the mourning mothers to come. And, and hear this, y'all know sometimes folk can find themselves in situations where they should be broken by God and God has to break a mother for them. Oh, y'all, y'all, I need y'all to stay with me. Some mother may need to mourn for that one that is in love with sin. 
Some mother may need to mourn for the one that has been seduced by the things of this world. And some mother may need to mourn for the one that does not see benefit in being saved. We've got to mourn for those who don't have sense enough to mourn for themselves. I'm so glad, watch this, that while I was sinking deep in sin, I had a mother mourning for me. I'm so glad that when I was seduced by the things of this world, when I did not have sense enough to mourn for myself, there was a mother mourning for me. Oh, no, no, anybody else. But God had to send some mothers to mourn for us. And here's a good litmus test to know if your mourning has an assignment. You got to ask yourself, would the Lord cry over what I'm crying for? Did y'all hear what I just said? Because you know you got some women crying over stuff that God is not crying over. See, y'all don't like this. Somebody say Happy Mother's Day. Uh, God ain't crying over that man that is putting his hands on you. He's crying for the hopeless. Y'all don't like that. God ain't crying over those that are lying on you. God is crying for the lost. Somebody say we're crying for the wrong things. And God ain't crying over the fact that they fired you. God is crying for the fatherless. I've got to make sure that if I'm going to sit there, I'm going to cry. Y'all know how y'all don't like to mess up your makeup and your mascara. Ask yourself, would God cry over this? And if he will not, I can fix myself and get myself together. Oh, tell your neighbor, get yourself together. Because some women, to include some men, are crying over stuff that God ain't crying over. Wasted tears. And you might as well dry your eyes. Because if you're going to cry, you got to make sure that your cry is rooted in a cause. Somebody say that it has an assignment. And this is why the, the Lord needs mothers that mourn because your mourning has an assignment. Somebody say it has an assignment. So the first thing I needed us to understand on this Mother's Day is that if you're mourning over something, if you're broken over something, if you're burdened over something, if you're beseeching the Lord over something, why shit is it has an assignment. And I want us to look at verse number 18. Verse number 18 says, let them make haste and take up a wailing for us that our eyes may run with tears and our eyelids gush with water. I made mention of this earlier, but it's important to note that there are times when mothers must cry for those that can't cry for themselves. In other words, the mourning of mothers is someone else's advocate. So here's the second thing I need us to understand in this text this morning, that, that my mourning, if I'm a mourning mother, it's my mourning is someone else's advocate. Somebody say advocate. Uh, watch what our foundational text says. The Bible says, let them make haste and take up a wailing for us. Somebody shout, for us. In other words, God is saying, hurry, for the only hope is in their cry. So hear this, your inability to cry for another may be their only chance. Did y'all hear what I just said? Your, your, your cry, your inability to cry for somebody else may be their only chance. God is waiting on you to cry and they're about to die. Your mourning is meant for someone else's advocacy. I promise you that there's somebody who has been saved by the midnight cry of a mother. You did not know it, but in the midnight hour, some mother was crying out for you and saved your behind. You wouldn't be saying happy Mother's Day if, if that mother didn't cry in the midnight hour. Somebody didn't die because of the midnight cry of a mother. Y'all may not like this, but you, have, you may have been driving drunk 
but, the, but because of the midnight cry. You may have thought depression would have took you out, but because of the midnight cry. And watch this, you may have thought that, it's, that disease had your name on it, but because of the midnight cry. Somebody say the midnight cry. Even when I, y'all ever been in a situation, and listen, this is for everybody who, now I ain't talking to the overly religious and saved folk, but whenever we were all in the world, have you ever been in a position where you were sinking really deep in sin and something came over you? Watch that, that was the midnight cry of a mother. I said I had my mindset on getting into this. Okay, see so y'all don't like this. I, I done set it up, I done set the time, I done got right, I done, I look real fine. I, I set it up, but, of, but because of the midnight cry, there was a mother who sent a midnight cry to serve as my advocate. Oh, I don't know about nobody else, but I thank God for the midnight cry of some mothers when I was about to make a fool of myself. And this is why we need the Lord, and the Lord needs mothers who mourn. And I want to encourage some mother this morning, some woman too, to remain in your prayer closet, to keep them on your prayer list. And don't throw in the towel concerning your prayers for them. Because even when you don't see any advancement, watch this, your morning has served as their advocate. The good news, and see, we don't really have mothers in the church anymore. Because even when they can't see any advancement in the natural Mothers will stay crying for their children because they know that their mourning serves as their advocate. Oh, where's the mourning mothers this morning? And watch this, James 5.16 reminds us that your prayers and your pleading still availeth much. Your cry still accomplishes something and that is the advocacy of another. The tears of a mother know how to plead the cause for one on trial, and that's just good news to me. Advocate for another. So here's what I want you to understand, and I'm going to be out your way. Your morning has an assignment. Your morning serves as the advocate for someone else. And then I want to look at the last portion of our text, and I'm going to be out your way. Look at verse 19a. The Bible says, for a voice of wailing is heard from Zion. I want us to stop right there. I said this in my introduction, but it bears repeating again. God is moved by mothers who mourn. What am I trying to say? Your mourning has the Lord's attention. I don't know if you've ever been in a place where you're so broken that you think nobody knows that you're broken over this. That you're in a place where I was looking for a call from my prayer partner and I never received the call. When I thought my pastor would have caught it in the spirit and he never even made mention of what I'm going through. Here's the good news when we're broken. Our mourning has the Lord's attention. Somebody say it has the Lord's attention. It may not have your man attention, but it does have the Lord's attention. And this is why our foundational text says, for a voice of wailing is heard from Zion. The mourning of a mother is not irrelevant to God and neither is it ignored by God. Because watch this, what hurts you causes God to hear you. Oh, I don't know. I hope that made somebody happy this morning. What hurts you causes God to hear you. 
Somebody say, God hears me. God, 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 God hears me. And that's good news. And watch what Psalm 18.6 declares. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry came before him even to his ears. This means that God is not simply concerned about the cry of mothers, but he's compelled by the cry of mothers. Oh, that's, that's something different, y'all. Y'all know folk can tell you, oh, baby, I'm praying for you. I feel sorry for you, but they never move. The good news about God is when God sees the hurt of his people, he's moved to compassion. And that's good news to me. So somebody that's mourning, somebody that's hurt, somebody that's broken over God's people. God says, not only will I be concerned about your cry, but I'm compelled. Oh, somebody say God is moved. So when you find God moving, watch this. Many times it's as a result of a mother that's mourning. Y'all know how folk like to say a move of God. Whenever we see God moving, I promise you, behind the scenes, there's a mother that's mourning. Where the mothers at? I heard Dr. Claudette Anderson Copeland say, where are the mothers? We need a move of God. We need to find some mothers that are still, somebody say, mourning. Because God says, not only am I concerned by your mourning, but I'm compelled. Somebody say, where the mothers at? So hear this, women and mothers, your tears are not in vain. God hears you. Your cries are not in vain. God hears you. And your sorrow is not in vain. God hears you. And watch this. I want to drop this off to somebody. What you deem as incoherent, God still does not ignore. I want y'all to hear what I just said. What we deem as incoherent, God still does not ignore. And despite some of y'all who say, I only cry cute. It's some of us that can have tears to the point where we can't even talk. And here is the good news. He still hears. Watch what Romans uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 26 declares. It says, likewise, the spirit also helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And watch this. So that means God understands your sobs. God understands your stuttering. And God understands even when you're broken to the point of silence. That's good news to me, y'all. That there's sometimes that I'm so broken that all I can do is sob. That's sometimes when I'm so broken, I'm trying to tell folk what I'm going through and all I do is stutter. And there's some folk that's trying to ask me what's wrong and all I can do is sit in silence. Somebody say, you better ask Joe. But the good news is that God still understands. Some mother is trying to articulate the words concerning their child. And watch this. The spirit is making intercession for you. God will still hear you. And this is why we need mothers who mourn because their mourning has the attention of God. Watch this. I'm done, y'all. I needed us to understand on Mother's Day. I'm celebrating y'all. I love y'all. I thank God for y'all. But I know the reason that I'm still here today. And many of us are still here today because we've got mothers that mourn. We live in an age where the church is too contemporary. We don't have any mothers anymore. We know how to do programs. We know how to do all of that. We know how to do graphics. We know how to do all of this. We know how to coordinate and all of that. But the mothers used to be around here on the front row praying while, while the young folk were still playing. 
And the reason my behind while I was playing as a young folk is still here because there were some mothers that mourn. So tell your neighbor, we need some mothers that still mourn. And watch this, when we think of Mother's Day, we don't typically think of mourning. I know that, yet if it had not been for the cries of some mothers, if it had not been, many of us, watch this, would still be in crisis. Here's, here's, the, here's the interesting thing about the mothers of old. We have so much more education. We have so much more opportunities in this generation. We have so much access to all this money. And there were times where we knew that our mother did not have what we need, what we thought we needed. But we would go to our mama anyways and tell her mama, grandma, this is what's going on, baby. I can't help you with your rent, but I do know a man that can. And the mothers would mourn for us. And many of us thought that we were in crisis, but we had a mother that cried. Oh, where are the mothers that are crying for God's people? And here's the good news. This is why we must honor mothers who mourn. I'm honoring the mothers that mourn this morning. Those who are broken when God's people are broken. Mothers who have a heart for what hurts God. We honor mothers that mourn. And watch this. As the children of Israel found themselves in a crisis, they did not ask for the men of valor. They did not ask for the horses and the chariots. They did not ask that some king might send some help on the way. But they said, call on these women that would mourn. Call on, watch this, the skillful, and that word in the text means wise. Women that will. And they had sense enough to know that when I'm in crisis, I need a mother that mourns. So they called on these women because there's an assignment for mourning of mothers. They called on these women because their mourning uh, served as someone else's advocate. And watch this, they called on these women because they knew the mourning of these women would have God's attention. Yet I believe there's more to the mourning of mothers. The question is, what happens when mothers have the attention of God? That, 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 that's the critical question. We know, God, we, we see that we have your attention, but what happens when mothers have the attention of God? And I believe we find the answer in the latter portion of verse 19 of our foundational text. The Bible says that how we are plundered, we are greatly ashamed because we have forsaken the land and because we have been cast out of our dwellings. Why is this significant? Because the cry of mothers will always cause conviction. When I find out the reason why I'm in the reason that I, the situation that I am, God says, watch this. The mourning of mothers causes atonement. The Bible says godless sorrow produces, somebody say repentance. And when God had the attention. The mothers had the attention of God. God moved on the heart of these people that said, no, I know why we in crisis because our behind is in sin. So when you have mothers that mourn, it causes somebody to say atonement. Because watch this, when a mother is hurt, God won't allow the heart 
of their, who they're mourning for to remain, watch this, hardened. That's good news to me. Did y'all hear what I just said? When mothers are hurt, God won't allow the heart of what, who that mother is mourning for to remain hardened. Somebody say, God will move. God says, I'll give a level of atonement. God's gift to some mother on this day is that he will move on the heart of another if you were just mourn. Listen, them flowers ain't going to mean nothing if their heart's still hardened. Y'all thought I was going to preach about something else. That don't, don't, I saw this girl spend well over $100 this morning in Walgreens and she bought some candy and a couple cars. Somebody say over $100. You could have saved that $100 but if their heart was still hardened. God says, I want to soften the heart of my people. And watch this. God says, I'm going to use the mothers to do so. But we so caught up in our makeup, we so caught up in our mascara, you so caught up and still trying to get you a man at 45 that God says, I've got some hearts of some people that are still high. The greatest gift you can give this morning is somebody that God might produce atonement in the life of another. I know y'all look good. I love y'all. I know y'all all cute. I saw Miss Sharon West coming this morning and she looked real good. Somebody say real good. But I know the better thing about Miss Sharon West, for many of y'all don't know, she's an elder. In other words, she's a mourning mother. There's some people's lives that have been saved from the prayers and the cries of that woman. And God is saying, I want to do likewise in your life. So here's what I want us to do. I want us to stand to our feet. You know somebody, there's some mother here that knows that, they, that there is someone in your life that their heart is hardened. And I gave up. I said, I can't do it, God. I done, cry, I done prayed over this one. I done cried over this one, but I'm tired. Watch this. Even when you don't see any advancement, God is still advocating because you're mourning. Continue to mourn. Somebody say, continue to mourn. Come on, get them on your heart now. And I'm going to pray collectively. I believe the greatest gift, somebody's going to get a call this afternoon and say, Mama, I done put that down. Mama, I done stopped hanging with that one. Mama, I know I, I knew I did not treat you right when I was younger and I never apologized. Somebody's going to get a call this afternoon because of a mother that morning. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. God, we adore you. God, you did not, as the children of Israel, did not call on horses and chariots. God, they did not call for backup from another king or kingdom. They did not call for reinforcement for more men of valor. But they called on, God, some mourning women. Some mourning mothers, for there's power in a praying mother. God, we already recognize this morning that it's more than a book but there truly is power. And God, we have somebody on our heart. And they may not even be our natural child, God, but because they're your people, we're broken over them. So God, we have them on our hearts now. We're mourning, God, collectively over them. God, we thank you, God, that our mourning has an assignment. We won't give up, watch this, until our assignment is complete. God, will be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in our work, knowing that our labor is not in vain. 
God, we'll keep on crying out for them. We'll keep calling their name. We'll keep being moved by compassion by what they're going through. God, because our morning has an assignment. Thank you, God, for the mothers that are still on their knees. Thank you, God, for the mothers that wake up in the midnight hour to still pray. God, thank you, God, for the mothers that still have a prayer list. For God, their prayers have an assignment. And God, we thank you, God, that that the mourning of a mother has served as someone else's advocate. God, we're standing here, God, because of the advocacy of a mother's mourning. God, we wouldn't be able to celebrate this Mother's Day, God, if, if the prayers of a mother did not advocate for us. Thank you, God, when we don't have sense enough to cry for ourselves that there's a mother somewhere crying for us. Thank you, God. Even while we save, God, we'll get ourselves into a whole bunch of mess, God. But there's still yet a mother praying for us. And God, for that, we say thank you. Thank you, God, when we don't know what to say. Thank you, God, when we're sobbing uncontrollably. God, thank you, God, for when we're stuttering and we can't even get the words out. God, thank you for God, even when we're silent. God, our cries have your attention. God, you hear us, and the Spirit is making intercession for us. So, God, you understand as well. Thank you, God, that we can be under a cover, broke down, busted, and disgusted. But, God, you yet understand. And, God, for that we say thank you. And, God, now here's our prayer. God, we've got dinner waiting on us. We've got loved ones waiting on us, God. We've got plans after this waiting on us. But God, what we want is atonement. God, there's somebody, God, that, that his heart is hardened. God, begin to soften that heart now. God, we have your attention. Now, God, make atonement, God, for their sins. Cause our cries to convict them. Whatever they're doing right now, God, convict them. Whatever they're thinking about, God, that is not like you, God, convict them. God, whatever they're, they're plotting and planning with in partnership with the enemy. Woo! God, convict them. God, that they may give their lives over to you. Ask for forgiveness and walk dearly and closely with you. And every mother that believes and everybody who stands in agreement with these mourning mothers say thank God and amen. Give God a hand, hand clap of praise. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. There's somebody that's watching this morning and you were convicted by this word. You said, I was just going to tune in. I can't be with my mom physically, but I, I tuned in this morning to listen to this word. There may even be somebody in this building that says, I've never given my life to Christ. I'm convicted even now. As the sermon was going forth, conviction touched my heart. If that's you and you say, I want to give my life to Christ. I want you to just put that in the comment box. I want to give my life to Christ. Somebody here this morning who says, I need to give my life to Christ. All you got to do is slip up your hands. If that's you and you want to give your life to Christ, slip up your hands. Write that in the comment box. And if you made that declaration this morning, the Bible declares that all we have to do is confess with our mouth and believe in our heart. That's good news. God don't make us do all that other stuff. He just says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. You'll give the greatest mothers they give. Your mama might be in glory right now and you wish you could give her a gift. But she's looking down and saying, you can give me the greatest gift by giving your life to Christ. If you want to see your mama again, 
If you want to give your mother the greatest gift, the Bible says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. What am I confessing? That we're all sinners in need of a Savior. Watch this. This pastor at one point was a sinner in need of a Savior. If you can confess that with your mouth and believe that in your heart, you're in a great place to be saved. And not only that, the Bible says that, that Jesus is the only way. I'm telling y'all, we're living in a crazy generation. What now folks say is multiple ways of God. Somebody say the devil is a lie. Even in our foundational scripture for this church, the Bible says that in John 14, 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody gets to the Father but by me. So I'm confessing with my mouth and believing in my heart that Jesus is the only Savior. And watch this, what else am I confessing? That I now want the Lord to lord over my life. Because the Bible says that even the demons believe. We got demons that go to church. We got demons that shout. We got demons that dress up. We got demons that wear hats. But nobody wants the Lord to lord over their lives. I'm saying that I'm going to commit my life to him. Wherever he tells me to go, I'll go. Whatever he tells me to do, I'll do. If you can confess those things with your mouth and believe those in your heart, the Bible says you're saved. If you made that decision this morning, you've made the greatest decision of your life. And I want to pray with you. Let us pray together. Father, we thank you. God, we honor you and thank you. Thank you, God, for the greatest Mother's Day gift we could ever receive. Salvation. Eternal salvation. For God, many of us have lost mothers. And we want to see them on that great day. And God, because they've made this decision to confess with their mouth and believe in their hearts, they are now saved. Thank you, God for snatching them out of the hands of the enemy. And God, we thank you, God, for their salvation that is now secure. For even Jesus said, whomever the Father puts in my hand, no man can take away. So God, we thank you, God. And even as your word declares that heaven rejoices when one comes. God, we don't need a whole bunch of folk. We just need one. So God, as heaven rejoices, we rejoice with heaven as well. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for that one that's given their life to God. Hallelujah. And there may be somebody that's watching who says, listen, I've been watching y'all. I'm, I'm loving y'all. The worship today was crazy for my guests. I'm like, Something has moved in my heart and I feel like I need to be connected with this church. If you want to be connected and in covenant with this church, I want you to do me a favor. Send us a message on Facebook and let us know. I want to be in covenant with the way Church of Tampa Bay. I'd like to be connected and I want to know how. If that's you, we'll get in contact with you. Somebody from our new members team will reach out and we'll tell you how you can be in covenant with this church. There may be somebody here this morning who says, I've been coming for a few times. I, I've been watching. I've been visiting. I love all that y'all got going on. It feels like family. If that's you, all you got to do is slip up your hand. And you say, I want to connect with this church. I want to be in covenant with this church. Hallelujah. Well, let's give God another hand clap of praise. Hey, I know we're in the midst of a pandemic, but get your eyes on some mother, some woman, and say Happy Mother's Day. Come on, say Happy Mother's Day. Go tell, tell somebody Happy Mother's Day. Let us receive our assistant pastor at this time. I'm confident that you didn't stumble upon this podcast by accident because God is sovereign. And whenever our sovereign God sends us a message for a reason, he wants us to respond. My prayer is that you respond by allowing the word to be planted in you so that it produces God's will for your life. Until next time, strive to not simply come to church, but to become the church.